Hello dear listeners welcome to the 6th episode of Bhasha Ventures where we discuss practical aspects of speaking english in bite sized podcasts last week i mentioned to you that there is a surprise in today's episode i'm sure you're all excited and eager to know what the surprise is so without any delay let's get to the episode we are in a situation where we need to read something out loud maybe to an audience one thing i notice in many of my students is that punctuations are often omitted when reading commas and full stops are not emphasized exclamations and quotations are ignored and interrogations sound very flat well one doesn't need to dramatize when reading but the pauses should be clear enough and the voice modulation appropriate to express the interrogations and exclamations such that the listeners get the best experience without having to read the text to themselves let me read a sample for you to demonstrate the unclear way first william shakespeare was an english poet playwright and actor he was born on 26th april 1564 in stratford upon avon his father was a successful local businessman and his mother was the daughter of a landowner shakespeare is widely regarded as the greatest writer in english language and the world's preeminent dramatist he is often called england's national poet and named the bard of avon he wrote about 38 plays 154 sonnets two long narrative poems and a few other verses of which the authorship of some is uncertain his plays have been translated into every major living language and are performed more often than those of any other playwright do you understand the passage Okay that sounded boring and monotonous now let's read it again and see if there's a difference William Shakespeare was an english poet playwright and actor he was born on 26th april 1564 in stratford upon avon his father was a successful local businessman and his mother was the daughter of a landowner shakespeare is widely regarded as the greatest writer in the english language and the world's preeminent dramatist he is often called england's national poet and nicknamed the bard of avon he wrote about 38 plays 154 sonnets two long narrative poems and a few other verses of which the authorship of some is uncertain his plays have been translated into every major living language and are performed more often than those of any other playwright did you understand the passage much better right a few quick tips before i go on to revealing the little easter surprise when you see a full stop try to conclude the sentence there don't drag it on to the next sentence in the same breath a comma means that you should give a small pause with the tone of something more to come and then continue with the next phrase for the questions the tone towards the end where the question mark resides must change into an interrogative tone with your voice slightly peaking compared to the rest of the text i think you get the drift without testing your patience any further let me get to the easter surprise i'm sure many of you are harry potter fans and love the movies 
if you haven't read the book let me read the first two pages of the first chapter to you today observe my tone and voice modulation while you listen do practice reading out loud and see how you start to read much better armed with these tips Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone Chapter 1 The Boy Who Lived Mr and Mrs Dursley of number 4 Privet Drive were proud to say that they were perfectly normal thank you very much they were the last people you would expect to be involved in anything strange or mysterious because they just didn't hold with such nonsense Mr Dursley was the director of a firm called Grunnings which made drills he was a big beefy man with hardly any neck although he did have a very large mustache mrs dursley was thin and blonde and had nearly twice the usual amount of neck which came in very useful as she spent so much of her time craning over garden fences spying on the neighbors D- the dursleys had a small son called dudley and in their opinion there was no finer boy anywhere the dursleys had everything they wanted but they also had a secret and their greatest fear was that somebody would discover it they didn't think that they could bear it if anyone found out about the potters mrs potter was mrs dursley's sister but they hadn't met for several years in fact mrs dursley pretended she didn't have a sister because her sister and her good for nothing husband were as undursleyish as it was possible to be The Dursleys shuddered to think what the neighbors would say if the Potters arrived in the street. The Dursleys knew that the Potters had a small son too, but they never had seen him ever. This boy was another good reason for keeping the Potters away. They didn't want Dudley mixing with a child like that. When Mr and Mrs Dursley woke up on the dull grey Tuesday, our story starts. There was nothing about the cloudy sky outside to suggest that strange and mysterious things would be happening all over the country. Mr Dursley hummed as he picked out his most boring tie for work and Mrs Dursley gossiped away happily as she wrestled a screaming Dudley into his high chair. None of them noticed a large tawny owl flutter past the window. At half past 8, Mr Dursley picked up his briefcase pecked Mrs Dursley on the cheek and tried to kiss Dudley goodbye but missed because Dudley was now having a tantrum and throwing his cereal at the walls little tyke clotted Mr Dursley as he left the house he got into his car and backed out of number 4's drive it was on the corner of the street that he noticed the first sign of something peculiar a cat reading a map For a second Mr Dursley didn't realize what he had seen. Then he jerked his head around to look again. There was a tabby cat standing on the corner of Privet Drive, but there wasn't a map in sight. What could he have been thinking of? It must have been a trick of the light. Mr Dursley blinked and stared at the cat. It stared back. As Mr Dursley drove around the corner and up the road, he watched the cat in his mirror. It was now reading the sign that said Privet Drive. No, 
looking at the sign cats couldn't read maps or signs mr dursley gave himself a little shake and put the cat out of his mind as he drove on towards town he thought of nothing except a large order of drills he was hoping to get that day but on the edge of town drills were driven out of his mind by something else as he sat in the usual morning traffic jam he couldn't help noticing that there seemed to be a lot of strangely dressed people about people in cloaks mr dursley couldn't bear people who dressed in funny clothes they get get ups you saw on young people he supposed this was some stupid new fashion he drummed his fingers on the steering wheel and his eyes fell on a huddle of these weirdos standing quite close by they were whispering excitedly together mr dursley was enraged to see that a couple of them weren't young at all why that man had to be older than he was and wearing an emerald green cloak the nerve of him but then it struck mr dursley that this was probably some silly stunt these people were obviously collecting for something yes that would be it the traffic moved on and a few minutes later mr dursley arrived in the grunnings parking lot his mind back on drills mr dursley always sat with his back to the window in his office on the 9th floor if he hadn't he might have found it harder to concentrate on drills that morning he didn't see the owls sweeping past in broad daylight though people down in the street did they pointed and gazed open mouthed as owl after owl sped overhead most of them had never seen an owl even at night time mr dursley however had a perfectly normal owl free morning He yelled at five different people. He made several important telephone calls and shouted a bit more. He was in a very good mood until lunchtime when he thought he'd stretch his legs and walk across the road to buy himself a bun from the bakery. He had forgotten all about the people in cloaks until he passed a group of them next to the bakers. He eyed them angrily as he passed. He didn't know why, but they made him uneasy. This bunch were whispering excitedly too. and he couldn't see a single collecting tin it was on his way back past them clutching a large donut in a bag that he caught a few words of what they were saying the potters that's right that's what i heard okay so today was indeed a longer than usual episode but i'm confident that harry potter enthralled you and hopefully your curiosity is picked grab your book right away and continue from page 3 you won't regret it and i do hope you enjoyed this little surprise do write to me your feedback about today's episode and if you liked some exciting parts of the book if you'd like a longer reading or even the full book do let me know that as well until next week keep reading Thank you.